0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 238, How to Stop Being Rich and Happy, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host here on the podcast, and we do this every Monday through Friday. We bring you in podcast form and audio form some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Thanks so much for listening in on this Wednesday, and if you didn't know, we actually have three other similar podcasts in our little family where we read blogs to you. They are Optimal Living Daily, Optimal Health Daily, and the newest, Optimal Startup Daily. You can subscribe to all of them to get a lot more blogs read to you for free. And with that, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. How to Stop Being Rich and Happy by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. Entrepreneur Derek Sivers, who is full of deep thoughts and good advice, recently published a list of directives that draw from his personal philosophy and life experience. For instance, his advice on how to get rich includes tidbits like, live where luck strikes, say yes to anything, pursue market value, not personal value, shamelessly imitate success, and benefit from human nature. One section of the article includes Siver's thoughts on how to stop being rich and happy, or to put it another way, how to make yourself miserable. His list seems especially relevant to folks who are financially independent or hope to become so. Here's what Sivers wrote verbatim. Quote, how to stop being rich and happy. One, prioritize lifestyle design. You've made it, so it's all about you now. Make your dreams come true. Shape your surroundings to please your every desire. Make your immediate gratification the most important thing. Two, chase that comparison moment. You have the old thing, you want the new thing. Yes, do it. Be happy for a week. Ignore the fact that the happiness only comes from the moment of comparison between the old and new. Once you've had your new thing for a week and it becomes the new norm, seek happiness from another new thing. Three, buy, not rent. Why rent a house, castle, boat, or car when you can buy? It's not about the thing, it's about identity. This shows who you are now. Four, internalize your new status. You worked hard to get here, celebrate, relax. Admit you are in a different class of people now with different needs. Understand there is no going back. Five, be a connoisseur. Learn what others say is the finest. Insist on only the finest. You will now be unhappy with anything but the finest. Six, get to know your possessions. Now that you own the best, it's time to focus on what you've got. Learn all about the features of your new possessions. Spend more time getting your surround sound and heated floor just right. Work out the solar panel charging of your Tesla car. This is important. Seven, acclimate to comfort. Eliminate every discomfort from your life. Blame others when the world seems hard and is not living up to your standards. End quote. Again, these are the things that Sivir says you shouldn't do if you want to be rich and happy. Do you agree with him? Disagree? Are there other warnings that you'd add to his list? My thoughts. Siver's list is interesting. It makes me think. I agree with a lot of what he has to say, but also feel conflicted about a couple of points. I wonder about the first item on the list, for example, prioritizing lifestyle design. As you know, I'm a vocal proponent of finding purpose and making meaning in your life. I believe it's vital for each of us to build a life around our personal goals and values. Isn't that the essence of lifestyle design? At the same time, I agree that it's dangerous to live a life built around immediate gratification, one in which you satisfy your every desire. That's a path to ruin, financial and otherwise, but is it truly lifestyle design? Also, I'm not convinced it's a bad thing to know and appreciate your possessions, which is number six on his list. In fact, it's often a good thing to understand how things work so that you can make the most of what you have. Perhaps this can be taken too far to the point of obsession, but I'd rather people were familiar with the features of the things they own than that they remain ignorant and have to rely on outside help to make things work. My own personal weakness is number five, the dangers of becoming a connoisseur. If I don't police myself, I can fall into this trap. I'm fond of good whiskey, nice electronics, and high quality travel gear. Because I subscribe to the notion of conscious spending, the idea that you should actively spend on the things that matter most to you while cutting back on the things that don't, I can sometimes convince myself that it's reasonable to buy that bottle of 18-year Macallan single malt whiskey. Every time I make a purchase, I need to force myself to decide between good enough and the best. There are times that the best makes sense. Most of the time, though, good enough is the correct option. We are not perfect, I'm not perfect, and you aren't perfect either. What are some things that you've done with money that hindered your happiness instead of helping it? What other traps and pitfalls do people face along the road to financial success? You just listened to the post titled How to Stop Being Rich and Happy by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. He mentioned Derek Sivers in the article, and uh, he's actually an author who has read on both Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Startup Daily. Derek is a very successful entrepreneur and self-defined minimalist who created cdbaby.com, a site for independent musicians to sell their music, and he sold that company for over $20 million. And here's the kicker. He gave away that money to charity He's a great guy and uh, was nice enough to let us read his content. He doesn't have a lot of financial posts, so you won't hear much from him here, but he does write a lot about personal development and entrepreneurship, so you can expect to hear more uh, from Derek on our other podcasts, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Startup Daily. And if you're interested in health and fitness, you can also subscribe to Optimal Health Daily. You can search for the word Optimal in the podcast app of your choice, and all four of our shows should pop up. And that will do it for episode 238 here on Optimal Finance Daily. Have yourselves a great day, and I will see you in tomorrow's show, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more,